You're listening to The C-Dub Show. Visit us on the Say Something Nice podcast network at ssnpodcast.com. Follow us at The C-Dub Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Acast. And now, on to our show. Baby, when you look at me, are you looking with honesty in your heart? Is there really room for me to grow and be a part of your life? Well, hello, everyone, everyone. It is a new episode, a new season of the C-Dub Show. We are recording this live on Saturday. I almost said Sunday. I still can't get days right. What is wrong with me? Uh, We are recording this on Saturday, August the 3rd, 2019. This is episode one of season three of the C-Dub Show. Yeah! But it's weird because even, even though we calling it season three, it's only year two. It's weird. But that's what it is. Of so I do that. No, I'm, there's a there's 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 a reason. I it has nothing to do with me. Anyway, obviously <laughs> as you can hear, I do have my good friends B Willis and Courtney that are on the line with me. Say hello to the people, B Willis. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Live from Baltimore. Yes, from B-more still. Easter. No rats. East or west? East or west? Which one is it? (laughs) Northeast. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. No rats (laughs) and rodents though, right? Rats. No. (laughs) Not around these parts. (laughs) And we also have Courtney on the line. Courtney, say hello to the people. Hey, people. And people, I need to say, even though we think that he is somewhere in his room, it's been a long time since we started this show, and now Caleb is actually able to form words and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> he's not just gonna be like screaming; he'll probably like really like be trying to say stuff. So yeah, he'll probably show up, but he has his own room now, so maybe not. Because you guys moved, right? We did move. We uh, transitioned out of. I I don't know if I had ever said that on the show, but we were living in a very nice transitional uh, facility for women and children who had experienced homelessness. So we transitioned out and we have our own space in the Bay Area. We're in Hayward and it's a two bedroom, two bath apartment. And it's very nice and very quiet. Um, So Caleb has banned me from his bathroom. Um, I was like, Wait, how wow. he banned you from his bathroom? But before we got in the air, what he trying to use your bathroom? Oh no, he is still getting adjusted to. You know, we're living in a new space, and he's getting adjusted. And he's like, I don't know how to turn on the light, and it's dark in my in his bathroom. But I have the I the light was on in mine, so I'm like, just go in my bathroom. And he's like, where is yours? And it's like the other room with the toilet in it. Like, there's only two of them. Like, come on now, so. 
um just he he's just adjusting but he's fine but i kicked him out because he was frustrating me because because now the toilets are lower so he can stand up and start doing like his like i i know thing and he's like i want to sit down and i'm like look you about to go to kindergarten next year like get that situated so he's an old man now (laughs) yeah and he's kind of awful so (laughs) (laughs) well that makes appropriate sense okay look okay people so it has been a long time since we did a cast episode and the theme of this episode is pretty much welcome back and where the hell you been so Courtney you told us a little bit about where the hell you been what else what else has been going on in your life that you feel free to share with us since the last time we spoke with you oh okay so yeah we moved um this past year um I did the Emerge California training program uh Democratic training program for women who want to run for office. So uh, graduated from that program in June. I we our Democratic convention was held in San Francisco. That was <laughs> a lot going on. Um, and I, I I have this picture I, of, of Courtney when when they started doing the. Uh, the the Mexican line dance. I never posted. I got to go back and post it because that was like quintessential Courtney. Go ahead. Was a lot going on um, up in there. Um, also, I had to like halfway work that weekend as well because my organization where I work at Home Ownership San Francisco, we have an annual housing expo where people can come and get resources for people who might be experiencing some housing instability all the way up to people who are below market rate home so i was running back and forth between the college uh community college, city college of san francisco back and forth to the uh, moscone center doing everything that whole weekend um but got through that um i didn't run for chair of the cyd black caucus again but i did run for political director so i am the political director currently for the california young democrats black caucus Woo! what else happened Shit, that's it. It's it's August, right? Tomorrow's my parents' uh, 37th wedding anniversary. So shout out to them for that. Shout out to them for real, because you said 35. Oh, oh yeah, 37. They'll be married 37 years um, tomorrow. That's it. Nothing, well, nothing right. else. Nothing. This uh, this year's been pretty, pretty mellow. I'm for for yeah. It's obviously well, right. a hot girl summer for for everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep, and we we, we gonna, gonna, we gonna get to that. <laughs> we gonna get to that. B Willis, what has been going on with you since the last time we talked was in was Halloween Halloween 2018. Oh my so goodness. what has been going on with you since Halloween? Oh shit. Halloween? We talked Halloween. I don't think it was. I think it was before then. It was a little bit before then. It was like it was a little bit before Halloween. Yeah, we recorded a Halloween episode, so it was a little bit before then. Really? Um. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out if it was before or after my grandfather passed, but I felt like it was before. Anyway, 
it may have been after everything everything from that part from that month is a little bit of a blur mm-hmm. um what has happened well i quit teaching and i will never be going back to the classroom again hallelujah um <laughs> because i i've quit i've quote unquote quit teaching before and then i ended up back in the school <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, this this time it's actually sticking, and that's because I am now in grad school full time. Um, so the classes officially start in September. I had to take two online classes that were prerequisites. I'm getting my master's in clinical psychology. Um, so I, by the, when I finish in two and a half years, I will be a practicing clinician in Maryland or whatever state I choose to be certified in. And, California. Um, yeah. uh, I wasn't going to say it, but excuse me, excuse me. You know, it's on the, it's California is on a short list. We'll see what that test looking like for them though. Um, mm-hmm. But, yep, I am now in grad school full-time. Well, in between, I quit my job, and I actually had a job before then. So I was working for reading partners as a site coordinator. So basically just running a tutoring center at an elementary school here in Baltimore and getting these volunteer tutors together. They're annoying selves. Um, (laughs) But now um, to help pay for graduate school, I am a resident coordinator full um so it's uh helping me pay part of my tuition and I also get um free housing. I'm living in an apartment on campus, so that's it's um been different oh, shit. going back to okay. school. Um and I'm and it's literally ten years since I graduated undergrad, so it's um a lot of things are like bringing back some memories and a lot of things are different. So that's what's been what's been going on. I'm I'm now like schooling full time. Away from them coeds, right? <laughs> right. Be look, be careful. Be ye ever so careful. <laughs> don't don't be like a uh, Shane on on Grownish. Don't don't do that. What is, what is that? Wait, what? Is, we know Shane is so long. I know. Oh, well, you know they they brought back Shane from the L word, who basically plays like an adult Shane, but uh-huh. who was a, a professor um, dating one of the characters. At least she was. They broke up finally. So. Oh, okay. And she was still being Shane. She still looked like Shane. Um, she still dressed like Shane. I said, I wonder what it's like to just be like, just have to always play that same character always <laughs> for thirty years on no matter what show you're on. But you know, hey, it's whatever. Yeah. I am um, yeah. also navigating a new relationship, which is... Mm, I was waiting to see if you were going to say that. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at my phone. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I was like, like, let me message B. Willis. Oh, I can't message B. Willis because she out having di- dinners and stuff. So never mind. It will be three months and ten days. So... Um, oh, yeah. What do you say, Courtney? <laughs> I'm singing Buddha. I'm not doing it again. You missed it. Yeah, it's, it's uh it's it's real different from single life and having a roster. Even though Oh my god. We'll, we'll, <laughs> mind, we'll get into some other specifics later. So but yeah, it's been good though. 
We will, because we're going to talk about hot girl summers, and so you have plenty of space and opportunity to tell us what it's like to have a hot girl booed up summer, apparently, <laughs> I guess. Well, I've been all over the place, and this is why I was telling Courtney, I'm so tired. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired. Folks who may follow in social media, I got the opportunity to be on White Sinex Problem Areas. I was very excited about that. And I got to do some awesome. work with Color of Change to try and fight people getting banned on Facebook like Willis who keep getting banned. So I got the chance to look Mark Zuckerberg in the face and make him red in the face. That was the best part of the summer. And I quit teaching like Willis. Hallelujah. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. Because it... I went through some stuff at that school, you know, with kids. Uh, we don't know if it's kids or faculty, child. Sending racist and homophobic emails to me and what? all kind of stuff. Yeah, it got real ugly in the last, like, the last two months that I was at school. Some of it had to do with, toward the end of school year, I was transitioning into doing other stuff. I'm currently now working in Solano County at Solano County Pride, which toward the end of the year had me going to Sacramento a lot you know, for like equality day and lobbying and stuff. So a lot of times I was pretty much gone, but I would be gone and they would like be, hey, I was watching Game of Thrones and I saw you on HBO. And you know, kids, they get all that kind of stuff, get some angsty, like you not coming to school, but I'm seeing you on TV. People act weird. They started doing weird stuff. Faculty started doing weird stuff. It was a lot going on. So I joined the San Francisco Pride Board. So that mean that my summer was all tied up in pride. Well, it was awesome. It it was great. It's you know, pride was great this year. So that's where the hell I've been. And I'm glad to be back with the C dub show and getting, you know, our regular shows rolling because people have been looking for us. Luckily we have so many shows for people to listen to. If you wasn't listening to before, you had plenty to catch up on. <laughs> and you felt like you ain't missed shit. Okay, so let's go into, we have not done a meme check-in, obviously, in since October. So, Courtney, what was your most favorite recent meme or viral video that you have seen? Um, so I posted this one <laughs> the other night. Uh, her name is Tanisha Wilson, and she's from Atlanta, I believe. So... She she likes to play dress up like I do. So, um, you know, you work full time. You, you <laughs> I don't didn't know that about you, but okay. If you know this, but I'm a mom, and uh, you know, I work full time, so you don't get to, you know, me. I, I have on like my professional uniform, which is usually some type of Ann Taylor shirt, some black pants, and a sweater. At um, unless I'm going somewhere special, so she has on this fur, and it's. I mean, it's the South, so it's hot. Brittany would know because um, she's in the South. Um, ask her about it. Okay, girl. And, <laughs> and and so she's put on this like old white lady and she's like giving her boyfriend directions to mow the lawn and she's she just has this voice on and it's completely ridiculous. But it's so funny because, you know, it's like you put on certain things and it makes you feel a certain way. And she was just acting out like her. Uh, she called herself a rich beach. 
So she was acting out that inner rich bitchness. And it was just funny because she had some one-liners up in there. And she was calling her boyfriend by his whole government name, which was just hilarious. And you could just tell she probably does this shit on a regular basis. And it's like, <laughs> I, I'm sick of you. And she was like, unhand me. Have you gone mad? It was funny. Just like oh, a, it, it was like a cute couple moment. And I just thought that was hilarious. Willis tried to say that was how I probably act, but I told her that's more so how Caleb demanding in that sense where he just starts, he puts on his costumes and starts yelling demands for apple juice and french fries and pancakes and so. Wait, what is going on? He must be getting into his full manhood at five. It's really demanding. Like, I'm actually, if he wasn't, if I didn't put a movie on and get him situated with food prior to this moment right now, he would be in here fuck out of me. So he's wow. he's he's in his full Piscean agitated energy and where it's conflicting with like my Gemini chillness. So we've been arguing quite a bit. So <laughs> Gemini chillness. I'm not even I'm not saying nothing. Willis, what was your favorite meme no, or viral on. video that you First had seen? of all, it's two Geminis against one non-Gemini <laughs> right now. So don't even I don't fuck with Gemini. You know, I got a list. But you know, I, I should Gemini Gemini apparently is my most compatible sign, which is why I can't really talk shit about him. Because in theory, I like people that fight with me. And I like people who fight fair. And even though Gemini talk shit and they like to fight, Gemini fight fair. Now, some of these other signs, they just be fighting with just so uncouth and you just want to hit them. Gemini, we can fight. And see, I love y'all. And, and we fight and whatever. <laughs> Them other ones, uh, some uh, some cancer, no. Okay? Just Libra, start crying. No. They just they yeah, start losing. They just start crying. You're attacking me. First of but all. But they started the attack, though. They gonna attack you first, You're and then you stupid. Mm-mm. So calm down. I know this. Mm-mm. Stop it, man. All the water signs is 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 annoying, to be honest, and on some level. Well, Answer, Pisces, Scorpio. I'm not gonna, I, you're right. I'm not gonna talk shit about y'all because I do love Gemini's. But I I haven't dated one recently that. Oh, I, I don't suggest, know. I, I, my life I don't Lord. suggest you date any of them. No, no, no. <laughs> No, oh my God, no! I'm not dating nobody. I gave my life to the Lord. Oh, and God. I'm, we doing I, this again? What's the next question? Which Lord? Go to the next Which Lord? Which Lord? <laughs> which Lord? I gave, I gave my, I, 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 I still on this. The, the <laughs> Lord, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord. The Lord. I, I've, I've given the up Lord my no, like for real. Lord of Darkness, what? The Lord. I don't know for real. I no more hoes. I'm really trying to make oh myself right. For the- oh my god! <laughs> Whenever somebody says no more hoes, that means they got a bevy of hoes. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't How even have like no bevy of hoes. How was that like? That's the thing. I don't have any more hoes. Like what? We didn't ask no, you about hoes. We did not ask you about hoes. No one. No. Yeah. No well, no, not hoes. even about you know. Which I'm, I'm just. I'm just being cool. I'm trying to make my stuff right for the one person who I, you know. Yeah, I'm good. Anyway, be Willis. Yes. <laughs> what's your 
the Lord. What's your favorite viral video or meme that you've seen recently? Podcast. Full transparency. I really just went on Facebook to go look for one because I ain't really had one. I've been inundated. But hands down, I gotta be up summer. Hands down, it gotta be this girl Millie rocking in the church while she was ushering. That- <laughs> what? Y'all ain't seen. Did that? you share that on Facebook? Huh? Did you share that? Cause I need to see that. I got. I'll share it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna tag oh you. Guys have all he the good church on. memes. I don't ever see funny church stuff. You know, church is getting even funnier than it used. I think because people know they on video now. You know, back in the day, people was doing shit at church, but they were just doing it because you know whatever. But now that people know that they can go viral, I think people just be doing shit because mm-hmm. I be seeing some church stuff. I'm no, this little up. girl, this little girl was, you know how when you young in church, you know, growing up in church, y'all, and you know, you, your, your parents make you do one of the ministries. Well, she on the ushering ministry, but she, she in the back of the church, Millie rocking to the gospel music. <laughs> That's some stuff we would have did at church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just That's shared it with y'all. And then, and then when she caught that her mother was recording her, she, she kept doing it. <laughs> <laughs> then she looking dead at the camera like yep I'm right. gonna hit this beat. see I told you I told you like how that one lady who they always be uh, having the videos catching the holy ghost jumping up and down how she everywhere you see her she had different churches doing it now uh uh-uh, uh cause she know that they be videotaping her she know them people looking for her uh uh-uh, uh I ain't falling for her I still share it but I'm just saying it's suspect um, my favorite one and it's not really a video it's videos cause I have a new favorite IG person and wait, what is her name? Not as, not that she need my promotion, but just because everybody should be following her is in is her name is Natalie Love, but her her Instagram is in great the doll, and she do these videos that are like call center videos, and it'll be like what if heaven had a call center, or she did one video where. She had the different people in the, uh, the call center. She had a uh, freezing friend. That's the lady in the call center. If you ain't never working the call center, you're not going to get her video. Mm. That's the lady who be in the call center with the blanket on, always thinking it's cold. Uh, <laughs> she, had, she had late Linda, the one who always slide in right before she about to be tardy. <laughs> oh she my had, I, I forgot what she called it, adherence one. Talking about I'm not taking my, I'm taking my break and my lunch at the end of my shift. They going to let me go home early. Like, oh, if you worked in a call center, her call her videos are cracking up. I mean, he she is my new favorite on uh, Instagram. So I can't play none of her videos yet, though, because in case some of you you may already be listening to, we are now available on Spotify. Yeah. So that means sometimes we can play stuff and sometimes we can't, because <laughs> iTunes wasn't listening. To, <laughs> iTunes wasn't listening to them, but apparently, from what I've heard, Spotify be checking your shit. So mm-hmm. we can't play as much, cause, but that's all right. We funny by ourselves. It don't matter. Amen. So let's go. Yes. Did you say man? I or said amen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then you put it. Uh, mm-hmm, like you really at church? I don't have no time for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have no time for you or your cousin because he be having the good uh, church. The church. Oh my god. Between you, him, and my sister, I just don't have no time for none of y'all. Do y'all follow? Probably not. There is a dude called um, Larry Reed who calls himself the the Wendy Williams of the gospel world. Oh, Larry Reed live? He messy as fuck. Yes. 
He hella messy. And I be getting mad because he be, he say shit that don't be right. But at the same time, he get all the tea. He have so what it, so if the he's the Wendy Williams of the gospel world, is he gossiping about gospel yeah. entertainers? Yes, yes. I mean, to oh, the point Lord, where he be having videos of people talking about who in love triangles and stuff. Like he have all the tea. Oh my on the gospel on the gospel world. Like you should just follow him. You ain't gotta be. You ain't gotta love gospel music. You ain't gotta love the Lord. Just <laughs> just follow it for the tea, child, because he have all the tea. Um, so let's anyway get into the rundown. So it's back to school time. Mm-hmm. We already acknowledge that Willis and Carolyn are no longer teaching. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for Willis. Oh, Do you goodness. feel a little bit of FOMO as you're starting to see people getting going back to school and buying buying supplies and stuff and your teacher friends is going to their professional development? Do you feel a little left out? I don't miss none of that bullshit. <laughs> I miss the kids, maybe, but I'm good with all of that. The rest of that, maybe. I I miss the kids a little bit. I think I don't have no formal professional development. I hated that shit, but it just reminded me that I'm not gonna be with the kids this year, and I'm gonna miss them. I ain't gonna Mm -hmm. miss them acting up in class. I'm not even gonna really necessarily miss teaching them. (laughs) What do you miss about them, Carolyn? I don't just miss them. Because <laughs> you know me, I like Being to act with my kids. I like to act like you know. I like my 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 black girls that would come in and look, give come give the teacher all the tea. I want all the tea. What is going on with you? I I'm gonna miss them. I'm gonna miss hanging out with them. I'm gonna miss playing music for them. And my literature class, we would like watch, got to watch hood movies to go with the books and stuff. I miss all that. But I'm not gonna miss the other stuff. It just keeps reminding me, like, oh, I'm not gonna see my kid. But they still be texting me though. So, I guess I'm not gonna miss him that much. I'm still gonna hear from him. One of them texted me over the summer talking about she she didn't get a good enough grade on her SAT. So, I know that I'm gonna be seeing him a lot. Um, Courtney, when does Caleb start school? Um, Caleb is in preschool, so he goes to school year round because oh. I don't know what you do with kids during those two to three weeks when they're out of school before a camp starts? Like, what do you, you do? You like, grandmama's house. What? So... You sent him to... <laughs> to come kick with one of y'all. But, so he's been in school all summer. But um, going into the fall, um, he will be um, in pre-K. So that's kind of a big deal. And then he will be going on tours for some of the independent <clears throat> private schools in the area f- to see where we would like to test for him to get into kindergarten for next fall. So what is yeah, happening? You better get him in the, in the good kindergarten. You better go. Oh yeah. He's we. I've been working on this for the past year. Um, he's really bright. I'm confident that he knows the material. Now, if he will actually take the test, like what the fuck is this I'm not doing this is going to be the big question so me trying Ooh. to communicate to take the test you need to take the test like you just don't get to <laughs> not do this thing they're going to ask you some questions and I need you to act like you know shit so that sounds like something <laughs> Caleb would do like no that sounds that sound like something he oh would do. no um they do um periodic screening at his preschool 
he failed his assessment test because he was pretending like he didn't know questions he's known like forever like they asked him what his last name was and he said i love pancakes he was doing shit like that so <laughs> <laughs> like oh but shit i've been going through with him so so he because he did not answer the questions and they have to score it a certain you know like if you don't answer the question you get a certain score um he technically failed his assessment test and it says he needs intervention, but everyone's oh, no. like, oh, no. see, I don't like that. That's what I don't like. I don't like but, that. But like the teacher called, cause it's like, I get the test results and it's like, he needs intervention in three out of the five areas. Looking over like the stuff he answered incorrectly. And I'm like, well, I know he knows what his last name is. He knows what everybody's, you know, he knows everybody's full name. He knows his address. He knows his phone number. He knows my parents' phone number. He knows his dad's phone number. So I'm like, he's right. So when I had a conversation with the director of the preschool, she was like, yeah, it's not so much Caleb doesn't know. She's like, I know he knows these things. Caleb just won't want to do something and then he just will not do it. So this is more so about kind of getting him to understand <laughs> sometimes you and you can't just like blow off a test because it seems not interesting to you sometimes. So Caleb ain't going to get him through that now. Shit. <laughs> so yeah, he's, this is going to be interesting. So he does on the test. Well, for all the rest of us Single folks with no kids, this is really the time when you start sneaking into backpack drives. Get you some some office supplies and stuff. Get you a backpack. Tell them it's for your niece <laughs> or your child who can't come. You advocating get you one, for two stealing against needy children? <laughs> I'm not advocating, but they're going to do it anyway. Two things, two things are always going to happen at back to school. People getting extra backpacks from backpack drives and people who would be like, fuck a backpack drive. They just go to their job and do all their back to school shopping at their job. This is what I don't get about the backpack. (laughs) It's like you're taking multiple back. Nigga, it's a backpack. It has all the same shit. How many notebooks does a nigga need? Like... (laughs) You be going to their house, they got hella Even in high school, you have like seven (laughs) classes. How many fucking... Like pieces of binder paper, do you need with your grown ass? Like, what are you doing? Hey, what about people who you know your mama got your paper, but they don't have no line paper at your job? You just got hella blank computer paper. I can, you know what? I shouldn't say that because at my school, that's all they gave us for the kids was blank computer paper. The kids used to always get mad. Like, we don't do we have any line paper? No. <laughs> get you get you a ruler, make you some line. Line paper is a okay. um, form of racism, anyway. So. Uh-uh. Wait, what? <laughs> what? See, this 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 how Courtney be talking on her Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I, I need you to explain. Line line paper line line paper is a form of racism. <laughs> how is line paper a form of this is about to be a Martin and Boomerang moment? How is Mar how is line paper a form of racism? Because one, it puts restrictions on how wide and long you can write. <laughs> And everyone knows that people from ethnic backgrounds write bigger. So it's like... Do we know that? Yeah. Like, think about it. 
I mean, I write messy and I just kind of scribble and make big marks where it's supposed to be a capital. And that's my writing. Exactly. So oh. it's like us naturally, as more expressive people, we write bigger. But because a line paper yelling? is that why we write bigger? Maybe because we communicate loudly and, <laughs> and freely. But see, the white man <laughs> wants to restrict how well and how big you write. Stop entertaining Courtney. <laughs> why y'all why are you entertaining this uh foolishness? <laughs> you're right because i was about to really ask a question about the that brown paper that you used to get when you was in elementary school that that had the big spaces all right you're right willis i'm not and really honestly i was entertaining her because in the background i'm sitting here watching the video of the girl millie rocking at church while <laughs> okay let's move on let's move on so today is an important day do y'all know why today is an important day oh, tell us <laughs> Today, ASAP Rocky got to leave the Sweden jail and come back to America, child. Ain't y'all excited? They're not excited. Okay. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know what happened, (laughs) and because I'm old, I only got half the story because, you know, I don't pay attention to fucking ASAP Rocky. But on July 1st, there was a video that showed ASAP Rocky tussling. XSL used the word tussling. Tussling in the streets of Stockholm, Sweden with a man later identified as Mustafa Jafari. And the clip shows Rocky having a conversation with Jafari. Mustafa Jafari? I guess so, child. This sounds like a Disney movie. (laughs) (laughs) He was having a conversation with his and his pal outside the Max restaurant. And in the video, one of the men accused someone in the entourage of breaking his headphone and demands that they be replaced. According to the witnesses, the local men followed the rapper and threatened to call the police over the broken item. Rocky was said to be trying to quell the situation when two women approached and accused either Jafari or his partner of unwarrantedly grabbing their butts early in the day. From there, things reportedly escalated and a fight ensued. In the video, Rocky can be seen throwing Jafari to the ground while other members of the team also deliver blows. Rocky and his crew left before police and paramedics showed up. So at some point, did Rocky, did he turn himself in? No, he's arrested. He's arrested for assault and he's been in a Swedish jail and they couldn't get out because he's in, you know, he's in Sweden. And then that is when, this is where y'all need to step in because I don't know. That is when, when people were trying to say that he was in in unhumane conditions and the tweet surface or the, the interview surface where he talked about black lives matter okay y'all go what happened after that uh willis all i know i mean i don't <laughs> I, I i stopped following this i wasn't really following that story to begin with because it's asap rocky i don't know that nigga like that but hey and he <laughs> said some he said some silly ass whack ass shit about ferguson about dark-skinned women wearing yeah, so brighter was crowning him I know he says something about he don't care nothing about Black Lives Matter. Who is he? he fucking Al Sharpton or something. He he was saying, someone asked him like uh, in the midst of when Ferguson was, when they were having their, their uprising and their resistance. Um, so you're doing an interview. People will ask you your, uh, your opinion on current events. <laughs> and he was like, I can't, co- you know, I, you make I live in Calabasas and whatever the fuck. <laughs> and it's like, okay, nigga, you're still black. Like, you think because you live in Calabasas, your ass won't get beat by LAPD? Like, what do you think this is? So he was just like, you know, 
I, I don't know nothing about that life. You know, I'm I'm not from there, so I can't relate. And nigga, do you see where I live now? I live in these hills. I've got these white bitches around me. I can't even associate mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. with this fuck mm-hmm. shit. So then it's like he snatched up in Sweden and then allegedly, <laughs> supposedly is in, uh, you know, in inhumane in- conditions, mm-hmm. which people believe that part. Uh, mainly because people were like jail in Sweden is basically like came out <laughs> for adults. It's not that serious. But then, I mean, maybe because he was black, maybe he was uh, introduced to some inhumane conditions. So I, I don't know, but I just kind of don't care because it's like he should have called it the fools from North Hollywood or NoHo and yeah. SoHo and Beverly Hills no. and get him out. Yeah, but like, who did he call? call? <laughs> who did he call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> he called. He called the fucking Al Sharpton, who he said he wasn't. And it's like, ain't nobody listening to no Al Sharpton. When nobody listening to Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton took his ass to the Congress trying to get Congress to get him out. And so then, some kind of way, it get to y'all's forty fifth president. I don't know him. No, he. <laughs> and he went on this Britney. campaign yeah, to get him out. So maybe, well, but then he, then he almost didn't get him out because Sweden got mad. Sweden was like, "Why the fuck are you calling us about him? You you don't have no jurisdiction." And they almost kept him just because of that. They should have. They should have let him learn, let him get that life lesson. Well, today he was released. They have not. He went. He went through a trial. It was a fad, you know, American trials. It take years. Clearly, we've seen documentaries. It took them a good smooth one week to get through this trial, and they're still deliberating. But apparently, they said he could go home while they deliberated. Like he's gonna really come back. He's. I'm not like, so back. you think he's gonna like come back to serve <laughs> some jail time for what? <laughs> Especially when they said it's a written uh, decision. So why y'all put us through all this? He ain't coming back. That's the end of that, I guess, child. Willis don't care. She ain't been following. Courtney ain't don't care. She ain't been following. Once I, I seen, only care uh, I that he made this. some comments or some shit about Ferguson, I was like, don't nobody care about this nigga, so I don't need to. <laughs> to me, you know, that's been the, the most humorous part of the story is watching it on, like, mainstream uh, social media networks and watching all the folks that be like, um, you guys should care. He's a black life. That man, all the black life folks is like, nah. He said, <laughs> fuck our life, and he can't relate. So leave him in jail. Leave him in jail. Oh, and the white people like, are like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, every, what did they say? Every skin folk ain't your kin folk. Like, he, he don't fuck with us. Like, he could have, even if you can't relate, there's shit that I can't relate to, but I don't need to be like, I don't understand this because I ain't never been, you see where I'm living, nigga. Sometimes you can just be quiet and eat your food and you can just avoid situations like this. And then the comments about black, any, any grown ass man in, in, in the 2019 that's making disparaging comments about black women's appearances it's just a lost cause to me. So let let the Beckys with the good hair advocate for you. I'm 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 not getting on board with that. I have other more relevant people to worry about, like black women and children who you're attacking. So I'm I'm it's you know, above me now. Yeah, it's above me. I don't know. It's, it's, it's above a- me. It's uh, it's above me now. All right. Well, moving on to the next item on our agenda, and of course, I 
got rid of the rundown, but it was <laughs> oh, this is a good one for you for for you, Courtney. We're gonna keep this one short and sweet. We're not even gonna give no no um estimations. We're not gonna say who we think is gonna win. But welcome back to election season. Are oh, you excited? Nigga, no. I <laughs> <laughs> this is my thing. This is my thing about elections, period. I don't necessarily like elections because I don't period. like being sold. I don't I don't like being sold to. And yes. all an election is is just and one big too. sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And it's just about people putting on their best. Um, you know, you, you put your best foot forward and that's fine. But because we have like 1,700 Democrats trying to run for president. No, literally. Two days. Only 21 of them was on the debate stage this second one. But I mean, there's more than that. It's like you niggas is arguing about which one of y'all is the worst. Which one of y'all? It's like, what? Like people, well, you're against busing black people. Look, all of you niggas have done nothing for black people on a large scale. All of them are fucked up. They all got something fucked up about them. Every single last single solitary, and that includes Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth. Stop talking about each other. Real quick. Can I just point out something yeah. real quick? That when Courtney said racist, she sounded she her Oakland accent really came out. Cause you was like racist or something you said. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Michael like, B. Jordan trying to say bro. <laughs> but no, what's every that, last one of them is. Okay, Cougar. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. <laughs> But every last one of them is fucked up, and it's like, and how many? Wait, how many GOP candidates are there? None. It's the it's it's Trump. It's it. It's the one, and, and it's I'm like, like he get to go to his scary. rallies and just say any fuck shit that come pop off in his mind, cause ain't nobody, ain't, they ain't challenging him, they challenging each other. Right, and it's like, nigga, you all suck across the board. Like, just shut the fuck up about how you're better. Ain't none of you niggas better than the other, first and foremost. Talk about what you gonna do. Don't even try to stop going back and forth with each other because y'all all bootsy. And I'm like, why won't a moderator <laughs> just say that? Y'all all suck in general, okay? Y'all all have did the silliest fucked up shit. Like, I don't even know why Joe Biden is even fucking here. Nigga, why? Well, you know, I'm gonna tell you why Joe Biden is still fucking there, though. Joe Biden ain't did shit in either debate, but you still gonna have all them folks, them Obama folks, who just voted for him just because he. I mean, I'm. It, it's, uh, and I mean, it's like so you know, I know that's like you know our guy or whatever, but I mean, like Obama couldn't even say Black Lives Matter like as a black man as the first black president. So, I mean, he could kind of kick rocks, too. And his white best friend is not going to be our president. Like, dude, it, it's no. just not like y'all all fucking suck across the board. And it's like, I feel some type of way. And then, like, Corey fucking Booker is over here dropping. <laughs> Talking about Kool-Aid. Nigga, no oh, one yeah, said that. that no. My grandmother was like, "What the hell?" Did... Well, she ain't say what the hell, but she was. They like, Wait, did y'all see? Did y'all see on Cheney's page when somebody was like, "We need to start a thread where we say black colloquialisms wrong." <laughs> because... They have a saying where I'm from. You're dipping in the nigga. No one has ever <laughs> said that in the since 2000, 2000. No one. But has even said when that. they said it, they didn't say nothing about no dipping because you don't dip in Kool Aid. 
let's let's talk about that. You don't dip in Kool Aid. It's like you're well, all up in. You're all up in the Kool Aid, sir. Sir, I just want y'all to know that I have not paid any attention to the election. Thing that's what happened don't. right now. Just don't. Just, At all. Just don't. So it's and um, it's, I think even when you really like the thing that the, the kind of things that bother me. I mean, there's so many things that do bother me, but like when we were at the convention and you see them all just kind of like traipsing from room to room, it's like so you going through room to room just to pander to everybody to say to say different shit. And I, yeah, that was it's irritating. It's mm-hmm. just it just feels like. It's a quantity over quality race. Like everyone is just, we need to get Trump up out of here. And I I would personally prefer if everybody from California, from Gavin Newsom on down would stop going, having these Twitter battles with this nigga because he's, he just feeds off of that shit. Like he's a Mm -hmm. corny ass male Gemini. You can go back and forth with me on Facebook because one I have time and I have energy and I can type fast and he can do all those things and he just talks literal actual shit all day stop going back and forth with him oh California's a fucking mess oh you guys got tent cities and boo 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 okay nigga how do you even know that because one of your side bitches lives out here why are you even over here <laughs> don't worry about us like just like because it's like y'all won't be Oakland is coming out right now why are you even Please over you- here <laughs> why, why? She, she, she didn't got overheated she didn't got like, overheated like either like blast this nigga or don't even say nothing to him because y'all won't you know and then the shit oh when they go <laughs> low we go high nigga no we don't no. nigga we i'm nah, going and but see gutter. that's why the only I'm person the, the only person who's ever been able to get the best of him like for real for real has been maxine waters because she always got time she always got the, the 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 you know the clap back. The rest of them, they like to say some real like they Stop think of something real hard. They put it out there. Stop being yeah, eloquent. they put it out there and they think he's not gonna say nothing back, and he always does. Stop being eloquent with this nigga. Call him out. Tell him his hair looks stupid. Oh, you ain't been <laughs> to San Francisco because it's windy and your wig gonna fall off. Like, don't even come to my city <laughs> talking this shit. Like, you y'all won't go tit for tat with him but then you going you're trying to be all eloquent and mature about it if you're gonna do that it don't work with somebody as ridiculous as him like he's running around talking about he gonna cure AIDS and childhood cancer <laughs> what? <laughs> what he, what he said, <laughs> I said, wait huh wait he just said anything anything anything, anything. And people and are he like can. cheering. And he people can because cheering. they too busy over there talking about who had military service, who uh did this, who did that. They not they not giving the right answers, and that's why the debates have been so trash. And none of you niggas is saying shit about reparations except what's her name, and she's crazy. So she's like crazy. that's not gonna work either. You got like, Marianne Wimpson, the crazy one. You got the other one. Who was the uh who was the one said she gonna be the, the white woman whisperer? Which one was that? I think that was Gilbert Mary. Hart or whatever. Oh my God, they're Who's all. She said that she was going. She was going to solve racism basically by going and talking to white women about white privilege. She is the president. Like, but do I don't. But like sis, <laughs> what you like? Stop talking with these bitches. They understand. They don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah, so exactly. then just tell these hoes like, look, this is you bitches suck. I just want someone to be like, you niggas suck, and this is what we actually finna do. And like, even though he's on the wrong that's side of history, that's honestly what Trump does. He be like, this is yes. stupid, and we finna do this. Oh, fuck y'all niggas. 
I don't need funding. I'm going to build a motherfucking wall and take military funding. Okay. And then he just did the shit. Like, you niggas don't going back and forth. Just do some, do something. Because it's all this And that's what I always say to. about him is like, there are, he is on the wrong side of history. He say the wrong racist ass, homophobic, transphobic ass shit. But at the same time, there are things that he, the reasons why he are president are things that everybody needs to take from him. Like, me as an aspiring candidate, People are always trying to tell me about, well, you you probably shouldn't say this anymore. You probably shouldn't say that. I don't have that the capacity shit. for that no more. That I don't. Shit. I don't. I'm 40. I, yes, I talk about racist shit all the time. You either you either racist and you mad about it or you not and you understand it. I don't have the capacity. And that's what, what he, one thing about him is he don't care. He going to say whatever the fuck he want to say and he still became president. So I, I, I hate to say it. Carolyn, he did say he is the most least racist person Anywhere in the world. Oh, well then. So he said that. He said that. He did say that. Trump said he was the most least racist person. like the meme. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? He said he was like, I'm the most least racist person there is anywhere in the world. he say, but did he say most least though? He's the most least. He's the most least racist person. I can't stand that nigga. He, it's just like he just gets to say whatever the fuck, and it's like Nick, like y'all. I, I just, I'm just. So and all y'all do is is bite each other back and forth. I mean, I mean, they do be entertaining. Like you know, Kamala versus Biden was entertaining. Tulsi versus Kamala was inter- is entertaining. But I mean, what y'all gonna do when it come if you become the 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 candidate? I mean, the the big thing that we did last time the re not the reason I'm not gonna say the reason, but one huge thing that happened last time is. is the Democrats spent so much time fighting that when we finally got a candidate, didn't nobody feel like doing that shit no more. Ain't no bringing the party back together. Ain't no nothing. You just throw it out there. Well, that's because yeah. the Democratic Party um, hasn't had their come to Jesus moment where they actually recognize that in the not too distant past around this, you know, Joe and Bernie are both well into their 70s uh, back in their day. Party is rooted in racism the same way the Republican Party is because America is rooted in racism and nobody just wants to call this shit out like, look, we have an issue with racism, period, because that is the foundation of this nation. That is what we are built off of. And we need to unpack that in a real serious way if we want to move forward. And everyone's ideals aren't the same because they are dedicated to white supremacy. So until people really sit down and it's like, do who do we want to be and what do we want to see for our future? Until you address the past, your future is fucked. So that's, it's, it's like they're fucked. The, the entire country's fucked. Both parties are fucked. And then we got this dude who's like a fucking lunatic in the office. Who's sitting us all straight to hell. We all, the whole it's, it's like, I mean, like, can we just hurry up and get, can we just fast forward to the second Tuesday in November 2020 so I can just vote for one of you trash ass niggas so we can just go, so we can just move along. Cause it's like, the fuck? I don't know. Nope, we can't. We got to get through the primary, Courtney. We got to get, you got to get through one, one more debate. We got to see how many Democrats drop out before the debate. I got to get through all these gay white men going for Pete Buttigieg. <sighs> Buttigieg. I call him Mayo Booty Juice. I got to get, I got, I, I'm, 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 I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say no, that. So I'm, I'm I feel like, there, our, there I'm, it is, but. I'm hoping, I'm hoping at the end of the day that a lot of these people are running for president just for name recognition because they actually plan on running for Senate 
That's what I'm really hoping because that quite would a be few, a, a, that would be something. Yes, that's what a lot of people keep calling for. Like, just go call one for Senate, one for Congress, because we need to take both of them back. Okay. No, one of them we already took that, back, didn't we? Yeah. No, the we took uh we took the House back, so we need the Senate. But quite a few Republicans have announced that they are not going to be running for re-election in the Senate. So there's going to be quite a few empty seats i don't remember the exact ones but i want to say about four have announced that they're not seeking re-election for the senate so those seats are me open it's much easier for folks who don't know all the political stuff when you're not running against an incumbent someone who's been sitting in office either for at least one term but a lot of these folks in the senate and in congress been teeth term and some crazy shit when you're not running against an incumbent it's actually a lot easier to win an election so Especially if you are in a purple district, one that's not completely red or blue, it's easy to flip it to blue when you're not running against a red incumbent. So I'm like, are y'all niggas like trying to get your name out there so you can run for Senate because you look like you're going to be president at this moment? And that's even going for a Bernie and Joe because I'm sick of Joe. Just Joe could need to just go back home to wherever he was. Whoever convinced he's him, he's like, I just want to fist fight this guy. Whoever Nigga, convinced I, him the, that he needed to come up and and run, they should have no, they should have left him where he was. Like the last he thing made the right I need to see year. is two fucking grandpas getting out of breath in 14 seconds because they're trying to have a fist fight you're gonna fist fight who joseph why why would you what i don't want to see none of them punch this guy in the face okay and he don't have and joe doesn't have anything else to say like he like of all i mean they all keep trying to use little one-liners and stuff but out of all of them he literally like i still haven't really heard much of a platform or any i'm sure it's out there i know y'all don't say i know I'm sure it's out there, but I mean, he don't have much to say in, in these debates. So anyway, let's get off of them. We still got, we got to say some of that for the next <sighs> debate. Um, But we still gonna stay on election. We gonna talk about Cardi B. Oh. Cardi B joins Bernie Sanders campaign video and talks student <laughs> debt, climate change, and minimum wage. But I'm not gonna really, really t- want to talk so much about her and Bernie. I want to talk about people's reactions to her getting involved in politics at all so there were a lot of folks who were saying that cardi b of all people should not be the one talking about politics you know why should she be getting involved and basically slut shaming her ho shaming her all kind of shaming her as to why she should not be using her platform about politics what were some of the things that you guys were seeing or some of the reactions that you all were seeing about cardi in this video that she did with bernie sanders i mean like the same shit they one people like to place their um people like to project their issues onto cardi a lot um there when people are like you don't need to get involved in politics she's a citizen she has the right to vote like everybody else and if she wants to know which is like a normal thing to do like i we have this election i want to make sure that i'm voting for someone who represents this or you know has a good policy around issues that i care about let me talk to this guy if i have access to setting up a one-on-one meeting with bernie sanders let me set this up and i'm pretty sure some of the same questions i have are probably some of the same questions my followers have 
and like let's and people you know make this video and her followers her followers vote too so it's like this i don't get this shit like i don't get like Who's who? Who's the gatekeeper to who gets to engage in politics? Because if you're a citizen, you get to vote. So if you're like, what, what's what's everybody has the right to vote, and everybody has the right to an informed opinion. So just because you don't like the fact that ten years ago she was a stripper, like nigga, who gives a fuck? Like you don't have to like her, but she has the right as a citizen to make an informed decision about who she gonna vote for. She has a right to also share this information with people who might follow her platform like so so is it more of a class issue or a privilege issue what is i mean aside from the fact that people just think that because you used to be a stripper even though i mean you paying taxes and all that kind of stuff besides the fact that people think that because you're a stripper you should shut the fuck up is it is it about being a gatekeeper to elective politics i don't uh, see i Brittany might have a better insight because she live in dc so, I what do you think, Willis? <laughs> what, what was your question again? Is it is it more about people trying to be gatekeepers to to politics or to the voting privilege? People trying to keep folks who are quote unquote thoughts and strippers from voting, or at least being educated enough to have an educated opinion on voting. I mean, I think when you talk about, um, I, de- I definitely do think it's a sort of gatekeeping and also just a sort of like um, respectability and um, one in, and, 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 and this idea of who should have access to what. So, um, you know, like the whole anything, I mean, I, I think Courtney just just bringing it up earlier. It's just people don't like Cardi B because of her brand and her personality and her history and honestly who she is. I mean, well, they can't not like her as a person because they don't really know her as a person. But it literally has nothing to do with any negative behaviors or actions that she um, that she exhibited because this because there isn't any negative behaviors or actions in this case. So it, it it all has to do with like respectability and that bullshit. And yeah, what you said about like who should get to speak on what, like like a stay in your lane type of type of thing. And um I only think that type of conversation needs to happen when the person who's talking or trying to cross lanes is doing so ignorantly. Does that make sense? Like Yeah. Kind of, kind of just, kind of just talking and just saying bullshit about stuff that they really don't know about. Not people who are just like, you know what? I want to be a little bit more active in this arena. Let me do this, or you know, let this me. Was talk literally about this, what or, you was trying to do, right? Or like, you know what? I'm a little bit more aware of this now, so I'm just going to speak on my opinion based on my, you know, increased awareness. Like you can't. What you want to say? What you want people to be dumb the whole time? Like I, I just yes. People, people crack me up when they say stuff about people who are like growing, but their growth is public. It's like, mm. do you do you want people to grow and get better, or do you want them to be to keep doing ignorant shit? Like what what you want? You know what I'm then, saying? Then I think it has a, um, a bigger. Uh, I think the bigger issue around it all is basically. 
people need people to to be quote unquote lower, less educated because mm-hmm. they need someone who they feel is beneath them to feel better about themselves. Like her platform, because it's like it, it, it's one thing. She'll, she'll make a twerk video on us. Oh, all these bitches, these city girls, like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and all they, all these bitches is just twerking and ain't talking about shit and uh, strippers rapping and da 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 da. But then it's like That's they true. do something else. Like, let me voter education. And it's, oh, you ain't nothing but a stripper bitch and rapping ass stripper bitches. What the fuck you need to know about politics, stripper bitch? Like, well, what which one is it? Either you want her to be twerking and making twerk music and stripper bitch music, or you want her to use her platform instead of being a quote unquote poor role model. She's in a talking to bernie sanders about things like what do Doing you want something that you don't have the power to do that's the other, the right, other like what do you, you it, it's like <laughs> she, she's damned as she do and she's damned as she don't so it, then it's for like those of you just who don't hater. really know for those of you who don't really know she's alluding to the comments by jermaine dupree about how all <laughs> the current crap of female rappers are trash because they're all strippers are all former strippers Forget the fact that all the all the female rappers in the '90s were former strippers, which is how most of the male rappers who they came up under met them. Forget that. Um, but also forget that B. all of Jermaine Dupri's songs are about strippers. Strip strippers. And I ain't, ain't going to yeah. do that nigga like that. <laughs> but it's they're like, all about strip clubs. They're about strip clubs or buying out, you know, Cavassier at the strip club or taking someone home from the strip club or. Like, and the places where he dropped his music to find out if they hide or not is to see who, if who likes him, the strippers. Oh. So forget that. And remember, Cardi B made a response to him and she said that, you know, we do more than that. But when we don't, when we talk about anything other than stripping and hoeing, y'all don't listen to us. And so you, you brought up an excellent point, Courtney, because she, that's exactly what she did. And, and she has the power that he nor any of them other rappers, and we're going to talk about that on another episode all these late or late 90s, early 2000s rappers that's trying to hold on to their coolness and relevance. We'll talk about that another day. But none of them have the power to actually get a presidential candidate to sit down with them and actually have a conversation. Not none of them that I know of. Except for ASAP Rocky. He got pr- 45. So. so exhausted. Let's go on to something Can not I, as with, exhausted. Before we move yes. from the election, I'm going to just, I'm going to be, I still participate in the electoral process, so I do plan on voting. <laughs> <laughs> she even came with us to the convention one time y'all remember that that was fun um, <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest like I have no faith in Donald Trump not winning I'm oh, I'm no gonna, he's gonna win oh alone. no he's yeah. he's, yeah. he's gonna yeah. win no 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 he's gonna yeah, win I, I'm like 99.9999999% sure that he's gonna get a second term and I would love to be wrong. I I would love to be wrong, but yeah, I'm not confident. And and like y'all sitting here talking about all the Democratic candidates. Let me tell you, I have not been following none of this bullshit. Once it got past four people, I was like, oh, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> they still going, Willis. They still going. I don't even they know how going. much is it now. How many in total? <laughs> 
I don't know how many in total. There was what? What, Courtney? Twenty one on the base. It was twenty. It's twenty three. It's twenty. It's currently at twenty four. See, yeah, because I know Tom Steyer. He was at Pride, and the next thing I know, he didn't uh, uh, announced. And it's like, why? Normally, you donate all the money to try and help them run these races. Now you decided, fuck it, I'm gonna run. Why? <laughs> Give somebody your money. They need money. If Kamala send me one more email. I talk about do I, I want to give her five dollars? I be look. I, I, <laughs> her husband be Kamala's husband be texting me. I'm so texting her husband texting me. Does, why does Doug send emails as Kamala's husband? Doug, yes, yes. The thing is, Kamala's husband. The email come up to it would say Brittany Willis. It says Kamala's husband. Doug, Kamala's husband. We know who you are, sir. What are you honestly, doing? no, I take no, Courtney. Honestly, honestly, Courtney, I didn't. If he if it didn't say Kamala's husband, I would not be like, who the fuck is this email? Let me talk about money. I I didn't know. Oh I my didn't. god. But and now wait, why one day I'm looking at I'm sitting here minding my own self business. I look up, I got an inbox from Kamala Harris. I said, bitch, what? Wait, hold on. Kamala sends me so two... Kamala sends me inbox on Facebook. <laughs> Last time, last time I heard anything, somebody named Williamson was kind of getting to the front or something. Who's that? Oh no, that's the Marianne. crazy lady who is the Oprah Super Soul Sunday lady. Oh no, Super Soaker. Wait, what? She wanted she an Oprah book lady, but she running for president. Oh well, never mind. She's running. She's running under on a, a sage the the White House platform, which we just, we should sage the White House. But I mean, that's literally her uh, platform. <laughs> wipe them walls down with some lemon and salt and water oh, so yeah you, you're not missing nothing you know you know if nothing else Court, look, Courtney will inbox you on the way to the poll and tell you who to vote for okay <laughs> you'll be alright oh can I make that announcement right now if you don't do your fucking research about these people people will hit me up who should I vote for nigga i don't know <laughs> what do you believe in i want you to make your own informed opinion now if you ask me who i'm voting for and why then that's fine if you feel like my values match yours that's fine too but i'm not i'm not in the business of telling people who to vote for because i need you to do your own research like what we 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 might disagree on some things, especially in in these local elections. Like oh, how yeah. how we need to how we need to navigate through certain stuff. You might not agree with me, and that's fine. It, if you don't, but I want you to I want you to come to that to your own decision, especially us as black. I feel you know I got to make my my statement about black people voting. I know black some black people don't like to participate in voting. I encourage black people to vote at least in your local elections because those are the elections that do affect your everyday life. Yes, presidential elections are important, but that's more so the federal government is more so like the the overarching kind of theme of the country. But when we talk about like who's on your school board, who your city council member is, who your Please assembly member, your assembly member is, who your state senator is, these are the people and policies that directly affect your life. If shit is getting cut from your kid's school, that has a lot to do with how the school board is navigating shit. If you can't get your potholes filled up or you can't get no affordable housing built, that has a lot to do with who's on your city council, shit like that. So 
No, and if you don't, there are people you. who bug your city council members all the time, and them is the people that get stuff. Yes, yes. So your, you need to be the one doing it because they go, will call for anything. If you can't go to meetings, because a lot of times the meetings are after work and we got kids and other shit going on, at least try to set up a lot of city council members, a lot of local elected officials. They have um, office hours, meeting times set up monthly where they meet with their constituents. You can go and you can highlight them and introduce yourself and talk about this is what's important for me. And I need to know what you're trying to do about this because this is an issue. Please, please, please. That's the stuff that affects our everyday life. This president, he sucks ass, but he doing a lot of shit to a lot of people. But it's really, it, it your concerns needs to come from the local up. Sure. And also, if you if you can't go to your your city council meetings and your school board meetings, most municipalities have those streaming online now. Yes. So you yes, can still yes, watch yes. them. You can still send them emails. You can still do all the things. Right, or As you can tell, you have two very politically minded folks on the show. Or they'll we'll post the agendas. They'll post the agendas <laughs> online. They'll post the minutes online so you can review it to see what was the decision about something. Um, you can see if they're going to be talking about an issue that's important to you. Um, you can also feel free to send an email. All that shit is online. Google it. Um, but yeah, always try to stay activated, at least locally, if you can, especially um, if you are in an area where the black population is dwindling, like the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yes, please do. Okay, let's move Amen. on. We're going to have plenty of elections. <laughs> We're going to have plenty of time to talk about elections. Jesus Christ. The next thing on the agenda... Okay, so this one, I don't anticipate that we are going to talk about it very long because it's all about the most recent episodes of certain shows that have come on and we haven't all finished watching all of them. So I'm just going to say a couple of series that have come back. Born is the New Black came back last week, just yesterday, and I've already finished it. (laughs) Um, Dear White People came back. Um, And then there are some network shows that are getting ready to wrap up. I think because isn't Willis isn't Claus isn't this week's episode of Claus the la- the season finale? Is it the season finale this week? I, I, I let me just tell you something. I have not watched this whole season of Claus. Oh girl, I know I missed it's, it. I gotta I gotta binge it. Got to catch up, and yeah. we'll probably get into to pose on another another um episode because they're halfway through their season but the two Mm -hmm. big things are the return of oranges and new black or the series finale (laughs) season of oranges and new black and dear white people has anybody (laughs) finished dear white people yet besides me no no i haven't even started okay can i okay so we're gonna do that can i say something funny about oranges and new black yes so when the trailer come came up right i I shared it and I was like, "This is still on." Like this, is I shared it like that, and like, and like ten other people was like, "Yeah, we all stopped watching at the same time." Like <laughs> when Pusey died or before Pusey died. I, I for me, it was like right before. And when I heard that she died and how she died, I was like, "I don't need to watch anymore." So yeah, and then I think for other people, it's right after. Yeah, that's when I stopped watching was when Pusey... Oh, I shouldn't say I stopped watching. It's when I stopped caring. I'm the type of person that even when I don't like something, I'm probably still going to watch it. Even though I can't say the same thing about The Handmaid's Tale because I haven't been able to get... That show moves so slow. I'd be trying to get back into watching it, but I can't. So, we'll go ahead. Is that Caleb? It is Caleb. Caleb, can you say hi? No. 
Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. He's the same as he always was. Yep. You're not going to say that about that nigga. Hi. Then that nigga said no. He ain't saying hi. You're not missing anything for that toy. That's what it, all that it came with. I'm doing my podcast. Well, since we since none since we haven't seen we haven't finished Dear White People or Orange Is the New Black, we are going to table that for a special episode. We're not gonna go into that today. We'll do a recap of that probably later on in the week or something like that. Um, last second to last two topics. I call this one the real domestic terrorist. So, last Sunday, there was a shooting here in the Bay Area at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. Um, and la la la, wait, let me bring it back up. It was a shooting, and the shooter actually died by his own hand. So, they did confirm that he shot himself. He did not. He was not killed by the police. I was looking to see. I forgot to bring up how many people died. But he did, of course, shot open fire into the Gilroy Garlic Festival. On today, there was a shooting in El Paso where a man came into a Walmart and started shooting. And last time I checked, there were 20 people dead and 26 people injured. Now, I remember crazy. a while ago, Willis, when you wrote the article, what was that article about the uh, not being safe from white men or something like that? What was that article? Oh, I don't need gun. I don't need gun control laws. I need white people laws. So are we? Are we gonna really start? I I, I know the answer to this. This is a rhetorical question. But are people gonna finally start talking about white men as? I mean, this is two in span of seven days. One thing we were talking about today is how it seems like this is a setup. Like, you know, somebody's in the dark web literally indoctrinating these men. Like, like on fucking higher learning. Like, go out and shoot people. Because it's just too, it's the same exact thing. Are we going to start having conversations about white men as domestic terrorists? Not in our lifetime. Because that, because it will require white people being honest about how violent whiteness is inherently mm. and, and and they can't have that conversation because they get so butthurt but you but listen the fact is fact history is history in the history of this land this country whiteness has never been nonviolent. never i mean can y'all can y'all think of any point in history where whiteness was nonviolent? I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about white people being invited to the cookout. And I was like, look, last time folks invited y'all to the cookout, y'all gave them small pox and took their land. So, no. And so they don't want to have that conversation because it's always it's always this very personal. I'm not this. I'm not that. But but it's it's people. They can't see the forest for the trees, basically. Like white people can't have that conversation is because they're so stuck in their personal like I don't do this their own personal experience and they don't want to acknowledge how their experience is part of a larger white experience that mm-hmm. affects the country and affects other people who are non-white and also the other thing is is that when I talk about when we talk about violence like they also don't want to admit that violence is it has so many different forms like right now we're talking about gun violence and then being literally physically violent 
but whiteness is violent in so many ways. They can't have that if you if they can't have that conversation honestly, like it's just no it's no point in having gun control laws because it will always be a way for white people to be violent and get like you can you can have the strictest gun control laws out uh, in in the world, but what will happen is is that more than likely non-white people will be more affected by those laws than white folks. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if white people can't have access to guns, they will have access to other things that will the make them to enact their violence. So, like I wrote when I wrote that article, like I was being tongue in cheek and being and funny because something a, a tragedy had just happened, and I was kind of sick of the bullshit and the conversations. But honestly, like it's it's. It's just gonna keep happening. I don't, I, I stopped like you hate to be desensitized, but you know when I found out about it today, I was like, well, I wasn't even surprised. I wasn't even like shocked. It was just like, well, another one, uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and they all and they all said the same thing when they well the I think the California shooter they they didn't um catch him but when they found his stuff on his computer or whatever they all I'm just angry I'm just so <laughs> mad but <laughs> nigga everybody I'm, I'm sick angry. of I'm sick of race mixing okay well who but you gonna shoot up a a a, a festival see. And then and then and then they want to get mad when black folks start talking like that. When black folks start talking about how they well, how yeah, they because they can see the they see violence in people of color. Like like they see us with guns. They it's almost like they can't even see themselves with guns. It's like they it's like talking about being desensitized. Like they literally don't see it when they think guns. They think black people on a corner. That you know, you know the stereotypes they think of a black man on the corner mm-hmm. with a bandana on his head, with a Glock in his pants. They don't see them them own selves with assault rifles. That's something different. And, and it is an extension of that conversation about teaching people how to be anti-racist versus I'm not racist. Because that is, it's so funny, we were having a conversation the other day, we were talking about, that is the most offensive thing that you can even allude to saying to a white person is that they are racist like that that is the most offensive thing like i'm not racist because that's how they're taught to deal with racism because they think racism is like ku klux klan lynching people like they think like full (laughs) extreme i've never called anyone a nigger okay well what they gotta do with that like yeah, like calling, like running around calling people uh, niggers, like to their face. Like they don't see how yeah. they operate and uphold white supremacy, yeah. like as a system. So, and and they're not willing to, you know, like really because to for them to unpack whiteness. Going back to an earlier comment I made about having needing to feel like someone to have that that self um that self-esteem and and sense of worthiness like that the one of the main things whiteness is built on is the oppression and the dehumanization of obviously black people first and foremost but all other remaining people of color but whiteness has always been viewed as superior and ideal and because 
that is now crumbling that idea that whiteness and white people and their ideas of what is attractive, what is successful, how we should operate as a nation, because that is now crumbling. White people are literally fucking losing it. And they don't know what the fuck to do because it's like, if I'm not better than black people, then what am I? Well, you're probably be lots of things if you weren't resting your self-esteem on being better than black people. Mm-hmm. But you've never gone through that self-reflection and have found your own self-worthiness that's not relying on you being better than someone. So you're fucking losing it. And these niggas ain't nothing but a bunch of incels anyway. Do you see these pictures? Like these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> But who was that like, that the picture with Pence and the kids that looked like they was the twins from the shining? Who was that? Oh my I god, that, that was so scary. Like that was scary as fuck. That was scary as shit. That one girl, she looked like she didn't been through the shit already. Like, she looked like she didn't kill somebody. She looked like she didn't already murdered somebody. And she knows like she knows where the bodies are buried because she put them there. Like she knows things. And it's like, will you watch her? Absolutely yeah. not. I, an exorcism tonight. That's what I'm not going to do. So, yeah, it's just white people don't know how to respond to not all, all of the things or not receiving all of the promises of greatness that whiteness allegedly promised them. So, yeah. But, you know, and it's funny because, quote, unquote, good white people, want very much to separate their individual experience from, like I said earlier, from like the larger white experience as a whole. But then nobody else is afforded that luxury. Literally Mm -hmm. nobody else. Black people are not afforded the luxury of separating our individual experiences from the larger black experience as a whole. Neither are uh, Asian folks, neither are natives, Neither are uh, Latinx folks. Like nobody else is afforded that luxury, but white people really want that luxury because their larger white experience is the most violent. Like, and mm-hmm. it just it just cracks me up. They're just not able to do it. They 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 want you to see them for them, and I'm like, no, nigga. Like, yes, you know, because I have white acquaintances and white friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some you know, we can have that whole not all conversation with some nuance. But the most of y'all can't, the most of y'all, all of y'all are part of a larger experience that, uh, that has tangible, a tangible impact on people who live in this country and abroad across the world. And white people just, they're not ready to have that conversation. I don't think before I die, they will ever be ready to have that conversation. Um, well, they're not really, to, they're not ready to let go of that privilege. Because to me, even when you have, quote unquote, the most downness, I guess you want to say, you know, white person, but when they utter that not all, they just, they trying to not acknowledge the fact that they would have to literally all the way put down their privilege. Like you have to, whatever privileges that you have been afforded, you have to be willing to lay it down. And most people like, cause really this kind of ties to the conversation we just had about Cardi B too. We literally said the same thing about people needing to have somebody to look down on. It's, it's you know, those t- that's how the tier of oppression works. You know, it starts at the top with white supremacy and then it kind of trickles down to all the things under it. White supremacy, um, homophobia, transphobia, and it's all about people needing somebody 
below them to look down on and everyone would have to put down whatever i mean as a christian i would have to put down my christian prayer and i don't even i understand that christian privilege is a thing because i live in a quote-unquote christian society so i'm able to navigate the way that i want to as a christian person as opposed to someone else who's going to be discriminated against because they are a muslim and i would need right. to make sure that i'm putting down my christian privilege so that they are not discriminated. We all have to put down whatever privileges that we have. But definitely, I mean, the first one to do it got to be the white people. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the first one. Yeah. Well, you know, we're the, the story there in El Paso is still evolving. But, you know, I can't. I don't. What do you even say? You don't say rest and preach. You don't say thoughts and prayers. You just I don't know. That's sorry. No, let me not. Let me not. Because this, you edit that out, Carol. <laughs> you know, I'm not a good editor. I'll put some music or something. Oh, I can't even. I have to find some independent, not copywritten music I'll throw over it, Lord. Because you know, the, the liberal whites will listen to this and then they'll hear that part and they'll be like, oh, we can't. This, uh, and you know, I'm I trying thought, to run a I campaign. I thought this show was uh, going to be good and progressive and funny, but then they're talking about violence. Because I follow nah. Carolyn and Courtney and Willis in on Facebook, and they're so funny. And you know they talk nah, about they racism and they just follow me. <laughs> they, this is what they always say, and they, y'all probably get the same thing. You know, you really helped me look differently about racism. Sometimes it's you know it's hard, but you really helped oh me change God. the way Did I look at things. Yeah, I got this one dude who be on every one of my posts. Everyone like I know I'm a redneck. Okay, well then. Um, I've never <laughs> received any thanks from any of the people I fully educated. <laughs> but Courtney, I know but Courtney, I know you do that you still get them people who are like, I'm gonna follow Courtney. I mean, I'm gonna listen because you know she's so funny and she's like, and then you say something, you know, about some whiteness or some racist, and they're like, I can't believe Courtney said that. Well, how you don't, I don't believe get, it? I don't get anyone who are the only like, well, not like the only thanks I've ever gotten. I like that, but I've had uh, <laughs> <laughs> had women not recently, but I've had women, some who I knew, some who I didn't, who when I had posted the story about how one of my classmates had attempted, well, he did drug me, but attempted to rape me when I had put that story out. I have women who had inboxed me and thanked me for sharing their story and has shared some, sometimes um, those women have had um, experiences with sexual trauma, but that's, I don't get, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm not like come with me so I can lead you to a more enlightened space. I just be like, you niggas suck. Um, <laughs> fuck how I think. Um, but see, I get people I'm, who thank me for that I'm shit, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Courtney, because you know I don't give a fuck. And that's why I don't have no white strangers. Most, I don't really have any white strangers <laughs> following me because I'm going to be tolerating them niggas. So it's mo- the, the white people who follow me is like niggas I've met in real life. But anyway, right. um, I have had a few who like, because because I don't, I just talk reckless on there, who like, who come in my DM and they be like, I really appreciate your voice. I've learned so much and I love how unapologetic you are. And yeah. Such and such and such and um blah blah blah. And it's and I am really careful with the words that I choose to respond to them because I want them to know 
that I hear them, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't say yeah. thank you. I don't say you're welcome. I don't say I appreciate that. Like I'll and I and I have to coach myself. I have to say I, I'm very careful with my words. Like I'll say, um, um, like I'll just respond. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that's this is usually how I am or something like that or something, you know? Like, cause I don't want them to think that like them that you need the affirmation or not yes exactly yeah. that i need mm-hmm. to affirm what the fuck i'm doing like okay bitch you you got something from it okay that's good because i be getting white people who like they they appreciate the the cussing and the unapologetic i just like the way that you just call it how you see it and you know you mm-hmm. just showed me so in not even just like non-black poc especially you know white skin white voice when we talking about white people <laughs> <laughs> But I get that all the time, and it's like weird. It's crazy. I don't know. You know, I don't understand. I'm like Willis. Willis is a bit more intentional because I don't. I got one the other day with this whole auto straddle mess with you know me calling out racism and anti blackness at auto straddle. I made. I be honest. I made the mistake. She's like, well, I wanted to ask you a question. I was like, okay, girl, and I knew that I shouldn't have. She went into this whole conversation about black people and dogs. And at first, I did try to redirect her in a very unapologetic way. Like, first of all, this is problematic and racist as fuck, and I'm gonna tell you why. But then she kept going. I said, you know what? The devil is a lie. I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get that all the time. I'm, I know you know what, Courtney. I know you do. You just don't recognize it. No, you just. Don't I, will, it. I will. I will say people don't, don't give a fuck about the people on her page. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling y'all right now, whoever listening to this, don't follow Courtney. And she's been telling y'all after every show, don't follow her. Yes. She's like, her. don't follow me I and come up with some fuck shit. <laughs> So and she'll she'll read out her name. My name is such and such on Facebook, but don't follow me. And y'all asses will still go do it. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, can we just talk about one last thing? Go ahead. What was you about to say? Tell me in person, like, oh, I really like like man, your post be and I'm like, do not follow me. Like, don't <laughs> encourage me on any level to do anything more. My friends who, you know, like my, you know, campaign exploratory committee group of friends are like, look, when it comes time and you want to step into this arena, we're going to have to scrub the fuck out of your Facebook because you have talked so crazy about everything. You see, Courtney, and that's, that's the one thing that I don't like about this campaign stuff. Because I, I said two years ago, I said that if I run, I said, I'm going to still, I said, People always want me to run because so many people follow. They're like, so many people follow you and they respect your voice. I said, well, if I mute my voice, if I change anything about it, they're not going to respect me no more. So I just will be me. And if I lose, I lose. I don't know. I'm That's the that's, one thing I'm I mean, conflicted about. My thing is like, now I might not be able to be like, you niggas. And, you know, like, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna still say what i like i said what i said like i'm not going back and forth with y'all at all like i i, I we're on the same page with that yeah we're on we're definitely i mean you know i i've committed not to cussing people out you know when i see them in the street i'm trying not to have road rage and stuff because people remember your face when you, when campaign materials come out i'm trying not to, I'm, I'm trying to do the little things but for the most part you know, me and Tiffany, your your immersed sister, had a conversation about that yesterday. For the most part, I'm just gonna be myself, and you know, if I lose, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So, 
All right, the last thing on the agenda, which is a little bit more fun, and I would play the clip, but I didn't cue anything up because I'm still learning this whole not playing clips, playing clips thing. But it's the video entitled Drop It Low for Jesus. Um, It's it's my current favorite video. I will post it on the C-Dub show page for people who have not seen it. Um, I have not figured out if this is a real video or not. I mean, I first saw it on a church, on the Playmakers comedy. If y'all know, that's like Kev on stage and all them and them niggas ain't got no kind of sense around. I mean, they all church dudes, but they ain't got no sense. I don't know if it's real, but I mean, if we're in a hot girl summer, which, you know, I'm, a, I'm 40 now. I don't, you know, know all the, where the hot girl summer and stuff came from. Well, that's because I mean, you if we could all your hoes. If you wouldn't have gave up all your hoes to the Lord, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little bit more complicated than that. Go on, hush. So, well, before first, before I talk about dropping it low for Jesus, can y'all please explain to my oldness about the hot girl summer, where that came from, and what we doing with it now? What we supposed to be doing? I'll explain because. Um, hot girl summer just came from Megan Megan Stallion, and um. She be she always be talking about some hot girl shit, and like I think she tweeted about have a hot girl. Well, I think just from her saying hot girl in her songs and shit, people on Twitter was talking about having a hot girl summer, and then um, she kind of just defined it based on that, and it just it just went on from there. Wow. And so then the drop it low for Jesus is just then where, I mean, I saw a video by one of my favorite internet comedians, Anna Douglas, where she had a hot church girl summer. And that was a little yeah, bit, I, I mean, that. I like, I like my church girls, but they got to have a little bit more nasty on them. So I like the drop it low for Jesus. That's, it's, it's for the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, my version of the Lord um, wants you to feel comfortable. <laughs> my version of the Lord. Lord. He wants you to feel comfortable in your sexuality and stuff, right? And in in my version of church, your sexuality is a <laughs> gift from Jesus to express yourself sexually, and you know, for you to express your attraction and love, possible love for your partner sexually. So, I mean, my my version of Jesus this is always is fun. Down. Well, I mean, my thing is, like, even when I say that I'm giving up my hoes, right, it's not so much, you know, trying to get clean. Lying, like, y'all. You know, trying to make, I'm trying, no, <laughs> it's all about making, making hort space, making hort space for, you know, hort. the right, the right hoe to come Are in. Are you saying hoard space? Hort. Hort. My hort. And my hort. Yeah, she did that Oakland accent. Y'all niggas be sounding like Ryan Cooper for real. And I'm trying to make I'm trying to make space so that the right hoe can be in my heart. That's all. Because to me, and and you know, I need to have somebody who can be both respectable, but also you know have a hot girl. Ooh, summer. I need somebody Listen. who ha- is, has a. It's, it's possible. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need somebody with a cold. Like whoever I'm with, got to have a cold ass code switch game. Mm-hmm. I need you mm-hmm. to be able to give. You know, go professional in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, or go to a, a, a work event or a gala or a press conference or something. Mm-hmm. And then by eight o'clock or nine o'clock, you out up. doing a drive by oh. or, or selling some crack. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said, you said, <laughs> what? You say said they want to be tied up. 
Yeah, they need to they need to be able to like sell some crack or something at the end of the night, and then by ten o'clock we at home watching you know reruns of Real Housewives of Atlanta or something, and then we get up and go to to our professional, very professional, super duper professional jobs the next day. I need you to have a super duper code switch game. Um, I just want to say that it is possible. I am fortunate enough to be experiencing that right now. Oh, it's I'm jealous. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah, because that's what it's got to be when you get when you get older. Because I don't mm -mm, I don't want I'm not I mean, I know, you know, I love the Lord and I'm a a church person. But first of all, church people, they try and look respectable. They ain't respectable. And that's what I need. I need somebody who understand that part. Like we we love the Lord and all that kind of stuff. But really, all the people in church be hoeing. And that's really the way it should be. I want to know why Courtney so. is so quiet right now. I don't know. I was waiting no, for her to say I'm, something about church I'm, people home. I'm, you know, I haven't been Are to church, church in a minute, so I'm listening to y'all speak about hot church girl summer, whatever that might be. And so, be able to pop it low in <laughs> service, yell at my kid to sit down because he's getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> To like be at peace in 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 my service. Well, see, when I was living in LA, all the gays would go to the catch, and the catch closed at four, and by six a.m. they'd be at Noel Jones's church at City Refuge. That was like like the catch happy hour at church. So y'all would come straight so, from the club. Not me. I was not one of them. No. Okay, that was some other gay folks. Not me. But I I was raised like if you can go to if you can go to the club all night you can get your ass up for Sunday school in the morning I was yeah. literally and my, especially when I go home to Louisiana like there ain't no if you was out at the bar all night that's fine you still gonna be at Sunday school in the morning. It's, I, I thought school Sunday school ended as a child. No Sunday so, school they got little kid class, grown kid class, old yeah. people class, middle aged people class. Yeah, the Sunday school is never little kids. What kind of shit? See, no, Sunday school is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Just... Going to church tomorrow. This is when we know we are at the end of the show. When we just talking about hoeing, hoeing in church. That's when we know that's the I will, end of I the show. I do want to clarify. I do <laughs> want to clarify. Well, first of all, to answer your earlier question that even got us to this topic is that that video is a parody. That's at least that's what my understanding was. The last post I seen, but I do want to clarify. I am not having a hot church girl summer because. I am Christian adjacent, and my girlfriend <laughs> go to church. So, so oh, okay. we just we just having um, I don't know what you want to call it. We just having a hot summer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hot summer. Oh, oh, you know, Willis. I need to show you my friend's Instagram. He was he's currently so all the church uh, choir kids is that currently at the Gospel Music Workshop of America, mm-hmm. and so the last last what? night he was at a. Yeah, the Gospel Music Workshop of America is this week. <laughs> so he was at, I guess, Hezekiah Walker performed, and they performed. I know you had that one video where you and your sister were singing Hezekiah Walker. They performed all the old songs. They performed all the old songs that that everybody used to love. And then, you know, him and Monique divorced a long time ago. But then Larry Reed Live had, like, two weeks ago where they reconciled at her. Her, her grandmother died, and they reconciled at her funeral. 
So she actually, because I don't think she's performed with the choir because after they divorced, it was kind of a, a acrimonious split. But she performed Wait with him like you, it, you was, it was Monique? hella awesome. Monique Walker, Hezekiah Walker's oh, ex-wife. I didn't know her name was Monique. I thought she was talking about Monique. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? what? <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. You know I be knowing all the people's names. Like when they were singing, I knew all the lead singers. That that's Monique. That's Ter- Timney. That's Kirby. I'm one of them. I be knowing the people who be singing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right, that is the end of the show. Courtney, where can the people find you in the interwebs? Oh man, so they can find me. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> 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 don't follow her no fuck shit though follow me on no fuck shit but you can find me Courtney Cecilia C-E-C-L-I-A Welch on Facebook you can find me Mommy, on juice. okay we gonna have some blue juice later oh, um <laughs> underscore he talking about uh what's what's some things the little twist top oh the little twist top tell that warlock he can make his potions later talking about some goddamn blue juice <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh uh the the Cory Booker Kool Aid uh the 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 blue juice with the twist off to, uh, top. We found some at the dollar store, and Kayla was like, "I want some of those," and I was like, "Me too. Let's get some." And so, <laughs> I love want it. some. He, he ain't drinking no shit at nine thirty at night though. He'll be up talking to me at midnight. Um, but yeah, you can find me uh, on Instagram underscore short Courtney underscore. I'm also on Twitter, but that's more so like policy shit. The wild shit be on Facebook, um, but it's uh, at short Courtney on Twitter. Um, yeah, the the disclaimer is don't follow me on the fuck shit. I will cuss you out and then block you. Actually, I don't. <laughs> find you in the interwebs. Um. You can find me now. Will I be on there in the next few months? Is a different question. Mm, mm, mm. shit about to be some real shit. But anyway, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as Hey Miss Willis. M I S S W I L L I S with a hey in front of it. Yep. All right. Well, you can find me in the interwebs on both Facebook and Instagram as C Dub the host. You can find me on Facebook as Dub Carolyn. You can find the C Dub show across all social media platforms as the C Dub show. You can also email us, but don't email us with no fuck shit. Yeah. You can email us at the C Dub show at gmail.com. And, of course, you can follow all the C-Dub show as well as the Say Something Nice podcast at SSNpodcast.com. If you really love us, hit the donate tab and contribute to the podcast. And please make sure that you are following, sharing, and subscribing as well as commenting on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and now on Spotify. So make sure Spotify. Woo! So make sure that you follow and share and comment. That is the end of the first episode of, of season three. In the next couple of weeks, what around September the first or something is going to be the two year the two year anniversary. But Willis is not coming to visit us this year. 
So yeah. we'll have to do something else fun. I mean, she could come visit and, and bring her booty. Any, if she, anybody wants to sponsor that trip, go on. <laughs> if anybody want to sponsor, go yeah, and hit just, her up on yeah, Facebook and get, and get her get Venmo or Cash Venmo. App. Thank you, Carolyn. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Hit <laughs> We 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 all about Venmos and Cash App, you know, Amen. around these And I parts. got PayPal for some of you other niggas too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not allowed to use PayPal no more. Oh, oh, child. I'm not allowed. What you owe them? What you owe them so much? <laughs> Shut up! Don't don't niggas say niggas always owe somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of the C Dub show. We will see all y'all in the interwebs later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Baby, when you look at me, are you looking with honesty in your heart? Is there really room for me to grow and be a part of your life? Or do you just want a one-night affair? Keeping close, my close eyes with no care. That's not what I want. So don't throw yourself on me. My heart is open. I know there's more for me. There's more for me. There's more, there's more, there's more. There's more for me. There's more, there's more, there's more. There's more. The C-Dub Show.